tell. Hello. Use the false loop. Mr. John Marshall. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What's up now? Spider friends, go for it. Transform and roll out. And I'll form the head. That's what she said. Don't. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdemy Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Well, today we're going to do our discussion on the DC movie, The Joker. Or it's just Joker. 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 Okay. Uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix, Robert De Niro, etc., etc., etc. Todd Phillips, the guy that directed it, you know, just looking at what he's done, it's been mostly comedies, mm-hmm. uh, which was very Yeah, isn't he a hangover guy? Yeah, he's a hangover guy, and yeah, he's he's done mostly, uh, like I said, comedies and stuff. And so it was, it was neat to to see that he did this kind of movie, which is pretty cool. Um, I thought he did a pretty good job. But um, let's talk theater. How was your theater? I saw it Sunday morning after its release. I had a very busy weekend that weekend, so I saw it Sunday morning after its release. Mm-hmm. Uh, for like a noon show, it was pretty pretty crowded i mean i would say maybe 50 percent. no not bad they were showing my at my theater it was like every 15 minutes i think there was a showing and uh it it was it was a pretty good crowd a really really good crowd so uh um you know i remember when the first announced joker i don't know about you but i remember thinking is this because like venom you know like i wasn't really crazy about it do, do you remember when when you first heard about Joker, your, your thoughts about it? Yeah, I did think it was kind of going to be a ripoff of, uh, not a ripoff of Venom, but they were only doing it because of Venom. Yeah. They wanted to see if they could do a villain movie and make money. Um, I think at the very, very early stages, I'm not sure if I thought it or it was leaked that it was supposed to be a Jared Leto, like a Suicide Squad Joker solo movie. Oh, because remember, remember after Suicide Squad came out, everybody was supposed to get their own movie and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. Um, so I was a little concerned. I was a little like odd about that because I, at the very beginning, I thought it would fit into the what was then DC Universe, which I guess we can rightfully say they pretty much dismantled that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then and then when they cast Joaquin Phoenix for it, I was like, all right, it, it makes sense because the dude is great at playing weird characters mm-hmm. yeah so but i was like yeah i'll see if i like it and you know before the trials or anything came out i was like i mean you know we you know this has been on our show list since january so we knew we were going to talk about it on the show <laughs> yeah um we just didn't know what we were going to see and what we were going to think of it so um it wasn't something i was looking forward to like an avengers movie or a spider-man movie over summer but i was like okay i'll go watch it in october something to do in october yeah, I, feel I think like, October's going to become like a villain's month for comedy. <laughs> yeah, when Venom came out. Yeah, this movie was something that I'm not saying I wasn't looking forward to it, but just like you, it wasn't like an Avengers thing, like counting down the days, counting down the hours, counting down the minutes. It was it was just there. And the cho- choice for uh, Phoenix to play the role, yeah, I thought that was a good choice, you know. Um, but uh, so, so what, what are your thoughts on the movie? Like, you know, right off the bat, is it, is it something that you liked? You know, what was your initial reaction when you got out of the theaters? Well, I'll tell you what. the My initial reaction was, and I, I think I might have said it on one of the shows, what I thought going into it was like, um, 
I thought it was going to be really disturbing. And like, I think I mentioned it to you. I like that, the feeling I got, and I described this on the show before when I walked out of, out of, um, Saving Private Ryan. Not that it was going to be the same kind of movie, but that just I feel like, like what did I watch? What was the point of what I watched? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not in a bad, not in a bad movie way, but just like just what I saw on screen. And I thought I'd kind of have that feeling walking out of the Joker, like because there was such hype building up to. I mean, you know, they were talking about extra security, and this was uh, this was like uh, going to be a rallying call for for uh, you know, I think they call them incels. Hmm. And uh, just dis- disaffected, you know, white males. This was going to be a rallying call for them to- for violence and things like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's so. I was really expecting something on screen that was going to be like really wow and shock me. Um, and I didn't get that. I-, I don't. It's hard to describe what I felt. I didn't dislike the movie. I don't like it as a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. I think as a movie, it was it was a good movie. I mean, I think Joaquin definitely carries the movie. Yeah, um, I don't know that anyone else could have done it, and it would have made as much money or, or been as well received critically. Um, or I don't even know if it was received well critically. I know the audience liked it. I didn't look at the critic score. But. I think Rotten Tomatoes hovered around high sixties, and audience score was like high eighties, maybe low nineties. I think. Okay. I think, yeah. Yeah, but it was definitely not what I thought it was going to be. I agree with you. I think. I think in my head because. You know, we know Joker, and we know his his relationship to Batman. If you're going to think from the comic book universe, I think going into that movie, I was thinking, uh, not that it had to have a strong connection to it, but something relatable to it. I mean, like look at the over the years, we have different renditions of Joker, and the guys that have played Joker, um, stellar performances. I mean, not all of them, but I would say it's like the role that a lot of actors want to sink their teeth into. And because of that, watching this movie, I, I think I walked out with kind of mixed feelings. Like, I like the cinematography. I like um, Joaquin. Shoot, I knew I was going to do that. Joaquin Noah from the New York Knicks. Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> I, I liked him. I, I yeah, he carried the film. I mean, I don't think he was ever off screen for more than like a minute or two because it was really focused on him the whole movie, and he did a fantastic job acting. And, and I thought the the whole vibe of the movie I really liked. And but when but I'm not gonna lie, have like there's a part of me in the movie I was thinking, well, this is. It was going slower than I thought it was gonna be, uh, like pacing wise. But you know that was just me, or, or maybe because I was anxious for something to happen. To be related to Batman, maybe you know I wasn't too sure. There was right. something about the movie where I was waiting for something, or, or maybe it was taking a little too long to happen. But I did walk out of the movie like a little like oh I thought it was gonna be a little bit better. You know, like, put it this way. If it's a dark movie, in, like Joker, for example, I think if it's dark, then they should have went all in dark, you know? Uh, and it, it kind of, like, hovered on that borderline where, where it was going to be, but it wasn't so much. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's kind of where I felt. And then the next day, when I thought about it more, I was thinking, well, maybe it's actually a little bit better than I thought it was. <laughs> so my, 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 my decision or, or, or my likeness of the movie just kind of changed one night to the next morning so i think my my, my thoughts are simple <clears throat> is it's i guess it's an homage i mean my first thoughts was it's a ripoff of taxi driver and uh king of comedy yeah to the point of you know king and comedy was uh, taxi driver had de niro playing more or less the joker role mm-hmm. or what or the joker playing the Niro role from taxi driver 
and then um, you know, and then him, and then the hero playing the Jerry Lewis role from uh, King and Comedy. Yeah, and I like I said, I guess it's an homage, but I'm old enough to have seen both of them and to appreciate both of those movies. Didn't it? And it distracted I, I you, right? Seem as a ripoff. Yeah, I kind of yeah. see it as a ripoff. Yeah, and the thing is. Todd Phillips, I, I mean, that Gotham was, and you and I grew up in the area, so that's 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 New York City of the late 70s and yes, 80s. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And he did a great job with that. I mean, I was just watching, just the city itself was to me almost its own character. Dude, the and Warner like, Brothers wow. logo right at the beginning, I was like, what's going on? I'm like, this looks so awesome to see that red, right, with the Warner Brothers logo there. Right. Yeah. And I, like I think, I, I think, like, people that grew up, you know, in the 90s, and you know, I don't know what happened to Giuliani now, but I mean, when he was mayor of New York, he totally turned that city around. And you can definitely compare Manhattan today to you. Could, that Joker movie was New York from the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Like it, it was yes. legit just like that. Yeah, you can smell and it. <laughs> I think he did an amazing job. And it, is, and it does take place in the, in the early 80s. I think it takes place in like 81. Yeah. I didn't like how he, you know, I, this is where I think the movie for us. Actually, maybe I shouldn't speak for you, but for me, how it suffered is we literally just watch uh, what is probably the definitive Joker movie a couple of days before to do our show on the uh, interrogation scene. Mm -hmm. So not that I went in there trying to compare them, but it's going to happen. And as as good as Joaquin Phoenix did, I think Ledger embodied the Joker, or at least what I know the Joker to be from 30 years of reading comic books. Uh, more than Joaquin Phoenix did. And and I, I'll say it, this is the one thing I can say about it to prove my point. Take out all the makeup and the clown stuff. It's still a good movie. It's still a great movie about a, 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 a neglected young man, you know, losing his grip on reality and kind of lashing out. He doesn't need to be, quote unquote, the Joker. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He, he could just be Joe Schmo. Right. And it's still, and the movie still works. Yes, you know. So whereas um, Heath Ledger, that is a Joker. He is he he is creating chaos out of out of the order that he he puts into creating that chaos. And um, you know, we talked about who begat who, and I think that's part of the Joker's, I want to say charm, but part of what makes the Joker and Batman dynamic great is who who created who. You know, mm-hmm. was the Joker created because Batman, or was Batman created to fight the, the the threats that became the Joker, the Penguin, things like that? This movie kind of settles it. You know, it says, "Oh no, the Joker created Batman," you know? <laughs> like almost literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was really worried about that. I'm like, "Oh my God, he better not be the one to kill the parents." Because remember, that's what Jack Nicholson did. Jack yeah. Jack Nicholson uh, kills Bruce Wayne's parents in the in the Michael Keaton Batman movie. So I'm like, they better not do that here. So they do it kind of by proxy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's inspired by the Joker, the guy that winds up killing the parents. So when when they finally do introduce, like, young Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. <laughs> when they finally the introduce <laughs> young Bruce Wayne, and then you, you see Alfred and stuff. And so so then finally they, they, they get that connection that this Joker is going to be related to, to Batman somehow, some way, some, somewhere down the future. And I think for me, when I think Heath Ledger, like his Joker, his insanity, how he, like when we did the last episode on breaking down the scene, 
he was almost one step ahead of Batman the whole entire time. And so that's what makes him a formidable foe against Batman. And this particular Joker, I don't know if I see him as that cunning, plotting, I'm going to be one step ahead of Batman kind of guy, you know? And, and I think, you know how like with Venom, they, did, they just did not mention Spider-Man at all. You know, there was right. no relationship to it. And so it was a movie that could stand on its own. But when they started introducing young Bruce Wayne, you know, then even towards the end of the movie, they are definitively saying, yes, this is part of the Batman universe. And I mm-hmm. think that's where I, I don't know if this, if uh, Joaquin's Joker can go toe-to-toe with Batman. However, what I did like about it is that if this is the tone of Joker, this dark seriousness where you're taking this guy that's going, you know, spiraling down to, you know, mental whatever, and it's it has that serious tone. When I think of it that way, I'm actually kind of excited. Batman, if Batman kind of runs in the same theme, where it's a real life, like a, you know what I mean? Like there's, there like Batman is a tangible person that could be just like anyone he and he can be that person. Right. And if Batman and that and this Joker are set in the same universe with that same kind of realism. That actually kind of excited me. So. So, like I said, I'm all over the place about this movie, and I don't know if it's because I'm biased, because, because, well, you said it perfectly. If he wasn't wearing the makeup, and it wasn't, he wasn't the quote-unquote Joker wearing the clown makeup, then I would say, wow, this was a pretty interesting movie, you know, um, because a lot of things that you were, you thought were real, but, but weren't real, you know, pretty neat in that, in that fashion. But the moment he puts on the makeup, and, and to become Joker, like the Batman villain Joker, you know, you can't help but make comparisons to Heath Ledger. It's just, it's so hard not to compare. And then, and then in the right. back of your head, you're thinking, okay, now who is this Batman? Who is this Batman that he's going to be going up against? And it, it almost, I'm not going to say it pulled me away, but I think that's maybe that's where I was torn in my head. But I, I overall, I did like the movie. It was just a little confusing. <laughs> and maybe that was the whole point of the movie, you know, was to make, well, I, make I it think, think. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that's a trope that a lot of writers and directors are leaning on now i think with the rise of like all the hundreds of thousands of youtubers who analyze movies and have film theories and look i watch these videos i enjoy them um i think they kind of play into that where they're like all right let's make it not so cut and dry let's let's leave room for interpretation Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. did everything in that movie really happen you know i don't i'm still and as much as i there's part of me that likes the intrigue of, of, of coming up with theories. There's part of me that's like, you know, just tell me what happens in this freaking movie, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah. But the thing is this, I, you know, as I thought about it some more, there's a, there's a real, you know, in the recent years, it's really hard for small, independent, really good movies to find a footing because everybody wants these blockbusters. Everybody wants to make mm-hmm. $100 million or more every, week, you know, opening weekend. Yeah. And if you take the whole Joker property out of this movie. I like, I think it's still a great, a good movie, but would it have made as much money? Probably not. Mm. So maybe this is this someone, maybe Todd Phillips or whomever figured out. Yeah. We can make these gritty seventies era movies. Cause I mean, look at the movies that came out in the seventies. They're fantastic. And they, yeah. they didn't have these huge budgets. They didn't have all these special effects. So can we have this throwback to seventies, early eighties type movies but hey, let's marry it with with a property so that we can make really good money. Yeah, you know, with a yeah. known entity. Makes sense. And maybe that's what they did. And and because you take the Joker out of this, it's still a good movie, but it's not. 
it, it's not going to make the money it made. And oh, yeah. is this the Joker Robert Pattinson is going to play? Probably not, because I think DC is going the route of keeping their universes separate. Uh, well, their movies separate. I don't think you'll, you know, you saw Aquaman and Wonder Woman in the same movie in Justice League. I don't think you'll see them in the same movie again. I think DC's figured out if they make really good movies that don't try to create a big universe, that they're doing okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of makes sense. You look, you look at the run they're on: Joker, Shazam. Aquaman, right, right, mm-hmm. and you know you had the jump, you had the bump in the road that was Justice League, but then you had Wonder Woman before that. Yeah, yeah, they're doing just you know, fine, I mean, uh, keeping the movies separate. Although that Birds of Prey don't look too good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't seen the trailer. Then, yeah, and then you got Wonder Woman next summer. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I don't, I don't think it's as bad as some critics are saying it is, but I certainly don't think it's as good. Like. There are people going crazy over this movie, and I'm not like literally crazy, but are like, "Oh my god, it's such a great movie!" I'm not seeing it, and I just don't. I even, even if I'm not judging it as a comic book movie, I think it pays "quote unquote" homage too much to Taxi Driver and 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 that and and King of Comedy to really stand on its own. I wonder you know, if you never say- saw those two movies, if maybe Joker would be better for you. You know, because when I watched, you know, I was watching the movie Joker, I was like, wow, this looks really familiar, you know, and like I couldn't help but not think about that. And you're right. We you and I are at an age where, you know, we were exposed to these kind of movies. But I wonder if you weren't like if you never saw King of Comedy, you never saw Taxi Driver and you saw this movie and it was a standalone movie. Well, then I guess from your point of view, this is like a stellar piece of artwork. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I no, I get that. I mean, it's like, yeah, all right. I, I mean, that's why I'm not trying to kill the movie because I did like it. But it was too much. Of, like they, they say, homage, but it it was almost too much of, of a. I don't want to say copy, but it was too similar to those movies to to make it right. like if it's an homage, then I would say okay, maybe a scene or two. You know, it's look, it's but it was more. Than, it's it was a, way more. Than it's a it's a love letter to early Scorsese. It really is. Okay. You know, it, it really is because <laughs> yeah. he did both those movies. Yeah, Scorsese did both those movies, and I think Todd Phillips and and I don't think uh, like I'm not calling it a blatant ripoff. It's not like because if it was a blatant ripoff, I'd be mad. I, I just it's too. You're right. It's too familiar. It, it kind of drew me out of it a little bit. Um, what was real? You know, I don't want to leave him go like, oh, was all that real? Did all that really just happen? Mm-hmm. That little end scene where he's in the hospital. That really happened. Did, did everything we watch really happen? Why do I need that? Like, tell your story. <laughs> okay, you know? so let, and, let's say. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and, and you know, a little stupid criticism is: uh, is this Joker or the Joker Batman eventually fights? Because he's in his forties already. Yeah. And Batman's still a kid. So you know, you know, again with the theories. Oh well, this Joker inspires the Joker that Batman fight. Whatever. Oh, okay, I got you. Huh, interesting. Okay, so let's take out Taxi Driver and all that stuff, and you know, you're just enjoying the film for itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Were you enjoying yourself? Was I enjoying myself? Um, Yeah, I mean, just visually, I was enjoying myself, and I was enjoying, I was enjoying Joaquin's performance. That he's just such a great. He sells creepy and weird so good. 
Yeah, I know, and this is, I agree with you 1,000%, and this is what kind of, okay, this is good therapeutic stuff for me, man. It's like, I'm going to my shrink. You're absolutely correct. His performance was fantastic. The scenery was fantastic. How much better would this movie be if the story was original? Or not so much a copy of the two films that we mentioned, you know? Like, if they did a story of maybe their rendition of Joker's Killing Joke, is that what it's called, The Killing Joke? Right. Right, and they, and they use, you know, Phoenix in this one and, and the same backdrop of New York City. Ooh, I think that's that's going to be pretty spectacular, you know? But right. you, they, it was a... Everything about this was just so wonderfully done, other than the fact that it's like, I just felt like, oh, I, I kept saying to myself, God, this sucks. I've seen this before. You know, and that, that's the only thing I, I think that really just held me back from just totally immersing myself in this movie. Because when I wanted to watch a movie, I want to get totally lost in it. You know, but be in that world and be a, what's going on in there and not have to think like, wait a minute. Like, there is always something pulling me out of that reality. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the the acting was fantastic. How they filmed it was fantastic. It's like it's almost like, gosh, if they if they only had that with a different kind of story, you know, something that can stand on its own, uh, then I think this would have taken it over the top. Yeah, maybe. I just don't. Would you have yeah. liked to seen the Killing Joke, like a not a remake, but something closer to that? Their with, adaptation with, of it. Yeah. With, um. Yeah, I mean, because in the Killing Joke, he had a family, and he was—he was, he, was re- he tried a lot harder to be a stand-up comedian. Um, and I forgot exactly what drove him mad. Um, but remember, you know, for the longest time, the only point—you know—we've gotten a lot of different origins of the Joker, and because of just the nature of his character, is like nobody really knows what the true origin of him is. Yeah. Except we do. The only thing that was always kind of consistent in all of them was that. Batman quasi created him by when he's fighting him as the Red Hood, he falls into a vat of chemicals. Yeah. And he took that out of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. And, and the weird thing about when, when he approaches Bruce Wayne, I couldn't get past him sticking his fingers in his mouth. <laughs> that just freaked, that like grossed me out so much. Like I couldn't get past it. Why was Bruce for take that? I don't know. And I was waiting for Alfred to step up and punch him or something like that, you know? <laughs> it's just, just weird. And, you know, Thomas Wayne didn't act like Thomas Wayne, and, uh, you know. <laughs> that whole thing, oh, dude, I almost went crazy when they when they, when they they alluded to them being brothers. Yes. I'm like, if this sticks, I'm going to flip. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, what? These two kids are related? No way. You're right. No way. Do you think, like, how old do you think... Um, Joaquin Phoenix was supposed to be in this movie. Like, in the movie, sp- maybe yeah. 30, 30. I don't know because, I mean, Thomas Wayne, even if Thomas Wayne was 60, mm. maybe 30. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was just curious because, <laughs> yeah, I was I was going to get a little upset if they had that kind of connection that him and Bruce are actually brothers. Right. Yeah, yeah I'm glad, I'm glad they, they just teased it. Poo-poo on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but, uh, you know what? I I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a nomination for this. Oh sure, because sure. uh, like I said, yeah, like we we've been saying, I, I, we can't say enough about what a great job he did. Yeah, I agree. He he absolutely nailed it. He he had the creepiness out of him, and not only that, but he uh, he actually became a character you just kind of felt for also to a certain degree. Like you kind of felt bad for him that he was 
this abandoned yeah, kid in the but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, that's why I didn't like either. I, I'm, I'm hating that they're like villains just can't be villains anymore. Like they have a tragic backstory. You have to feel mm, for them. Right. Why? There are yeah. good guys and there's bad guys. We're just why do you need the complexity of having this? Of course, you know, of course his mother beat him. Of course his father beat him. Of course he had some rough childhood. Right. You know, yeah. I, it's just, you know, why do you want to sympathize? Especially someone like the Joker. What? <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's supposed to be a force of nature. I don't say he's pure evil, but he's, you know what I mean? When I say force of nature, you read comics, you know what I well, mean? Well, yeah, there's a reason why he's Batman's like one of the most top foes, even though he doesn't have the phys- physicality of Batman, but because of his crazed mind and his intellect, he is like a thorn in Batman's butt. You know? Right. It, and, it and this it is against the greatest detective in the world is Batman. Yeah. You know, and, and the thing is, he's the Joker is an entity that would has to exist regardless of, of whether or not he was beaten or abused or anything like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't need that in his backstory to describe. That's the best. That's the best kind of villain in some ways is when you don't, when they don't have a reason, or you don't know why they're the way they are. Right. Right. Motivates them, or, and that's that's his unpredictability, like who he kills, when he kills, why he kills. Yeah, it's yeah. just I don't. Know. No, you're I, right. I just think there's as, you don't need that backstory. As from, comic book readers, I I think like when you don't know how twisted this bad guy can be, you formulate how bad he really is in your head. You know, you can make up your stories in your mind as to how, like, wow, the Joker must be this twisted, and I mean, he must be just like this to to go against Batman. And this is what I, I was saying in the beginning of the show is that when I see this Joker on who he is and, and how he was created or, or whatever, I just have a hard time believing this is the Joker that's going to be going against Batman. But again, you're right. Maybe he's just like someone that inspires another person to be the Joker, too. I mean, I, you know, who's to say? But this guy, Batman would wipe his butt. I mean, he would. This is like nothing to him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he can't fight or anything like that. It's just... Or you never got a sense that he was this, like, mastermind. Like, the Heath Ledger Joker. No. The Heath no. Ledger Joker was creepy. He was smart. He was he was ahead of Batman the whole entire time, and that doesn't happen a lot to Batman, you know? And uh, th- that's the kind of formidable foe you have against someone like a Batman, you know? See, I think this yeah, is... Every, everything... I think those are problems that, you know, you and I, when you call the movie Joker, they have to understand that people like you and I understand this character. You know, and, and that's where the debate's yeah. going to happen. And I think that's that's why for me, I'm, I'm mixed, mixed with this. And everything, er, everything he gets in this movie, you're absolutely right, is is kind of accidental. Like he wasn't, he, you know, he kills those three businessmen or whatever they were on the train, but he wasn't looking for that trouble. He wasn't looking to cause trouble. You yeah, know, you're right. Uh, and he he wasn't looking for the fame that came after it either. It just kind of happened, you know, because coincidentally, Thomas Wayne called the people jokers. Hmm. And there's that movement first, and you know, and then they have. So he's kind of caught up in in the cultural aspect of what's going on in the city, and then he even even when he goes on Martin Short, Martin Short. <laughs> Who am I trying to say? Robert De Niro. I was going to say Martin Scorsese. <laughs> when he came out Martin Short. Even when he goes on Robert De Niro's uh, show, his plan is to kill himself. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Did they have unpredictable down? Yes. But they don't have the intellect. They don't have the cunning, the planning that makes Joker so formidable to Batman. You're right. Batman would 
mop the floor with this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a guy that I think Batman could outsmart Joker. Like, it, like I, I can't imagine this particular Joker giving Batman fits. But again, it's I, I guess how the movie is made. They make it seem like it just it could be whatever, you know. Um, like, there's one there's one interview I did see of the director. A little highlight I, I think I, I saw on Instagram or something like saying like of everything that happened in the movie of laughs the only laugh was that was his true laugh was his very last laugh when he's in that in the Arkham Mental Institution you know so if he's saying that's the real laugh then what does that mean of everything that happened before that <laughs> was everything just uh, confabulated and stuff and well I, I think maybe he meant that all the other laughs in the movie was because of his condition. Mm. But that last laugh was like him finding something funny. Oh, uh, when, I when gotcha. he said, What's he say? Uh, you wouldn't get the joke? You wouldn't get the joke, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. And then, and then you know, he's running around with bloody footprints. Are we to believe he killed the uh, therapist or whatever? I I would have... I think they were alluding to that. Because after that, the, the... What do you call those guys was chasing him? Right, the interns or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they would chase him anyway if he was on the loose. <laughs> That's right. Orderly. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then did they, you know, they purposely cast a woman that looked like the social worker. Mm. And yeah. that confused me, too. I was like, what? so what, was he talking to this woman the whole time? Or Yeah. <laughs> You're not. Well, the director said that he's going to give a lot of answers when the movie's out of the theaters. <laughs> I thought that was a funny movie. He's like, yeah, I'll probably let you in on on this like a more answer in a couple of weeks which, which is, is fine yeah it's fine why make a movie like that <laughs> because it makes money <laughs> look at this 548 million worldwide that's pretty good <laughs> oh look i mean venom made what 800 something right yeah and i didn't think that movie was that good either <laughs> i mean dude i just I went to go listen. I went to go re-listen to our Venom show, and then I'm like, "Why?" I know what I said during the whole thing it was like, "But how?" <laughs> like it's an hour of us just going, "But how?" <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering, like movies like Venom and Joker, because you know you and I are familiar with the comic book part of it, but maybe these movies are just not made for us anymore. <laughs> They're made for the people that have never been exposed to like the Venom that you and I grew up in comic books, but maybe they right. saw something from like the the Spider-Man cartoon. You know when Venom was there, you know, and and the Joker, this Joker could easily be like uh, like a Joker uh, from the Batman animated series, like no, really association to the comic books. Maybe these movies just really aren't made for us or something. Or it's you know just yeah, a movie. I, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, I mean, if 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 we hadn't seen Taxi Driver and King of Comedy, would this movie have been like, oh my god, for us probably? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Probably. yeah. But the, like I said, the director, hey, he did he did a good job. I mean, he from a guy that does comedy, this is you know different than what he usually does. I was very impressed. I I liked. I really liked what I saw on the screen. Everything. I really really liked it. Really liked it. So. Yeah, I mean, he he did a great job. And I'm just looking at he's from Brooklyn, so he 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 he's born in 1970 in Brooklyn, so he's from our era. Yeah. So he knows. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, but they must have said this movie is for us because you and I grew up through that era, that that late seventies, early eighties era. Because I was, we were there when and what was the name? Bernie Getz with the guy that shot the guys. Yeah, the Bernie Getz. Yeah, I mean yeah. we lived through that. We lived through the the 
the sanitation workers strike in New York, and it was those piles of garbage. I remember that as a yeah, kid. Yeah, I remember that. You know, so we we lived through that. So how blackouts? Can... Yes, know, I just... yeah. And the crime, and then when Forty Second Street was a place you were afraid to go to. Yeah, yeah. I mean you that know, that, they, that yeah. makes sense. The world that he created was something a world that you and I you and I should be familiar with. But the story wasn't connecting that. And that's, like I said, it's, I don't know, maybe missed opportunity. But, hey, dude, there are a lot of people that are just absolutely glowing about this film, which is great. I mean, like, it hit a nerve with a, lot, with a group of people, and they absolutely adored this movie. So, that I mean, it's, it's, it's neat that, that we're seeing different kinds of movies of the superhero, not your standard cape and cowl kind of thing. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. Again, I'm mixed. I'm, I'm I'm still mixed about this movie, if I can say. Well, all right. Let me ask you: Which are you going to see this movie again? Uh, no. Right. That's like that was my first thought no. when I came. I was like, all right, that was good, but I don't need to see it again. Kind of like that. I mean, I yeah, I always saw Shazam once. I just watched Spider-Man Far From Home for the second time over the weekend on mm-hmm. on digital. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I got burned out from watching Endgame like twelve times. I don't know, but <laughs> um, I just uh, yeah, I have no desire to see this. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, well, what, what's next? We're gonna get like the Riddler Star movie? Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Batman because they cast they just cast Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman in the, the in the Batman movie, and apparently they want Jonah Hill for a role. Jonah um, Hill? Oh, like a penguin? Jonah Hill, probably uh-huh. the Penguin. Yeah. If he gets fat again, I don't know if he's skinny or fat. So you're telling me this Joker film is supposed to be completely separate than the the Aquaman universe and the Wonder Woman universe? I would think so. Hmm. Then why even introduce Bruce Wayne in this? I mean, like, like if you took Bruce Wayne out of this movie, like young Bruce, you probably actually didn't need young Bruce in this movie. You can get it with Bruce Wayne's dad. I don't know. I, I, I mean, just... And, and is there a sequel to this? And what's it going to be about? And are you going to do a sequel to that Batman? Hmm. It almost seems like you have. Like, I don't know. Is, the next is it connected sh- to Robert Pattinson Batman? I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. Like I said, if the tone is it has this kind of like real seriousness to it, and, and that's the Batman universe, that's going to be very interesting. Very interesting. Like Gotham is really like that seedy, uh, like downtown New York. That's pretty neat, you know, because you can have a little bit stronger connection to that than, you know, the comic book. Well, them, I, guess. I, I would definitely be up for a late 80s, early 90s Batman in New York. There you go. That'd be a nice, gritty take. Yeah. Batman year one type thing. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll see what happens. They made a lot of money. You know there's going to be a sequel. It has to. Well, Joker has now surpassed... The lifetime cumulative totals of Logan, Justice League, and Wonder Woman. Logan, what? Justice League, and Wonder Woman? Wow, I thought Wonder Woman was big. Wow. How did that happen? I thought Wonder Woman made more than 540. I thought Logan made more than I me, mean, I guess. So. Maybe, maybe, is it a weekend thing? Um, no, it says cumulative. Lifetime wow. cumulative. Wow. Yeah, I think you hit the, the nail right on top of the head. The fact that they used the Joker name to create the story, to create create a lot of intrigue. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because if you didn't have the Joker makeup and you didn't call him Joker, would it still be that, like, wow, this is a great movie kind of thing? Yeah, it, it would be. It would still be a great movie, but it, or at least a very good movie, but it wouldn't have made the money because people would have no. If it's just. 
Oh, look, it's Joaquin Phoenix acting like a weird guy again. Mm. Wow, yeah. that's nuts. Look at that. Budget was only 55 to 70 mil, and it made really? over 500 mil already. Come on. That's 55 a... to 70? Yeah. That's its budget. Well, what were the... It's a big swing. million swing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. So um, any final thoughts on it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a good movie. I... Do you recommend? Do I recommend it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I recommend it as a movie, um, not as a uh, comic book movie, per se. Hmm. But definitely it's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I think you do have to be very specific. Do you recommend this as a comic book movie or just a movie? I mean, let's say it, face it. If it was just a movie, you know, there's nothing else nothing else to watch over the weekend yeah it's it's a interesting flick to watch i mean it's 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 different you know it makes you think about his character and stuff so i, I get that but as a comic book film and it, if it's has any association with batman then i don't know i don't know i don't know I, again i i don't know every time people ask me what i thought i just kept saying well it was a dark movie that's all i can say you know i didn't know how to really explain what i thought about it you know if you like those kind of dark kind of movies and then go for it see this movie doesn't really put its its foot in the water it just tiptoes in it like i said if it's gonna right. go dark it didn't go dark enough if it was gonna be twisted it didn't go twisted enough they, they right. just hover around kinda and i was expecting a disturbing movie yes yes i think you and i even talked about that on one of the shows mm -hmm. that that's the route they're going to take and that actually got me excited and in this movie i never felt it was like so twisted where it was shocking or, or so dark where it was like wow it was just there you know and nothing really played in my head to, to make it even grow uh, into something a little more um, interesting you know or or you know that that play with my psyche at all it just didn't happen it, it was just there but it never went over and I think if you take that Joker character like a Heath Ledger you have to go over this is the Joker how do you not do that? So, uh, yeah, it's dark. I don't know if I recommend. I mean, it's it's a it's a movie. Like you said, it's a movie. It's not a bad movie, but I don't know if it's five hundred thousand, five hundred million dollar movie. Right. So, but again, what do I know? I know. Look, we <laughs> for some reason we're often at odds with the critic, the critics, and the fans. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Maybe we just want endless loops of Spider-Man as amazing friends. There is someone on Instagram. Oh, she said she she does listen to the podcast, but she's like every time we like a like she likes a movie, we don't like it. I thought it was so funny when she said that. So anyway. I don't know. Well, I don't want. I mean, again, I'm not gonna speak for you, but I I don't not like this movie. I just yeah. um I don't know that it's the the praise that it's getting i think is a little out of hand but then again nowadays people do tend to go to one side or the other they either hate something or they love something mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where nobody's i liked it <laughs> i liked the movie yeah I, well, <laughs> for I me like I it, was, it was there i i liked it i liked it I, you man I, that, that's exactly what it is i don't really think it should be getting this like when i'm reading people say oh it's like the best kind of thing i mean i know what your opinion i, I just never ever got that feeling that it was like that like wow 
but it was right. good. You know, like I think I, I think for us what it is is, and we keep bringing up the two movies that it resembles, but because we've seen, we know what they tried to do with this movie, and we've seen it done better. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yes, yes. And yeah. maybe that's what it comes down to. Right. All we've right. seen it done better, and just with in terms of like psychological, like like frankly. You know, put the Joker makeup on John Doe in Seven, and that'd be awesome. You know? <laughs> I mean, I I just think, yeah, I I know what they're trying to do, and I've seen. Oh, look, Joaquin Phoenix was fantastic. Yeah, one of the best performances I've seen this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets nominated. I wouldn't be surprised if he won. Yeah, which would be really. I mean, if he won for Joker, then everybody would be trying to do a Joker movie because that's apparently one of those roles that you would for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that role you're supposed to sink your teeth, and he did he did exactly that. He he, and he really. It, it looked like he really enjoyed playing that character. You know what? They're also been great. You know, we're talking about Batman in that setting. What about Daredevil in that setting? Oh yeah, that would have been a great Daredevil. Yes, yeah. I, the world that he created for Joker was just fantastic. Well, you know what the funny thing is, is uh, I want to go back to Dare- Daredevil real quick. Is you know Daredevil supposed to take place in Hell's Kitchen, and Hell's Kitchen is supposed to be this rundown, blah blah. blah. It's not. You and I both walked freely through Hell's Kitchen <laughs> in the nineties. You know, my friend Ray lived there. You know, that was when I felt when he told me that was Hell's Kitchen. I'm like, this is Hell's Kitchen. This is the Hell's Kitchen I read in Daredevil in the mid eighties. Um, you know, so it's kind of silly, but yeah, that that. That Todd Phillips, the Gotham slash New York, would have been a great setting for a Daredevil movie. Yes, too. yes, and um, it, it makes sense. This is this is the city that Batman used to protect. Yes, you know this this dark, really mean city. Yeah, you do need a Batman for that city. You know, not now. <laughs> I mean, and I do like that it's not a gothic Gotham city. You yes, know, with the yeah. with the spires and all this crazy architecture and stuff like that. Right. Uh, although, I mean, you know, Dark Knight did use Chicago as a stand-in, but. Yeah, I, look, liked Joaquin Phoenix, liked him a lot. Still think Heath Ledger is the definitive Joker. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you give? What, what is it? One out of five? Is that what we do? One out of five? Yeah, one out of five. I'll give it three and a half. Okay, uh, three and a half. <laughs> solid three and a half. Pretty solid there. Good movie, uh, great acting, great great filming. Yeah, you know, just it's not a superhero movie or a supervillain movie, really. All right. Hey, Jonathan, we got some thank yous. Take this, uh, take this one out. I, I, I'm actually interested to listen to these guys. Retro ad review. They go through like, uh, like toy commercials from the 80s. Oh my god! Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I got excited when I saw that one. And um, we have here Frenchie now, uh, where if you follow Doctor Indiana Jones, she actually played dual roles. She played the roles of. Dr. Indiana Jones and Henry Jones, and she played both roles, and she was fantastic. So she finally followed us. Oh, did you watch it? I did watch. She did a great job, dude. She did that within an hour, same way. (laughs) Because we talked about it, and you know, we were setting up the scene, and then I got a message like, "Here it is." I'm like, "What? (laughs) How'd you do that so quick?" (laughs) Yeah, she's fantastic. And then we have your Captain Dave seventy seven. So thank you for following the Nerd and Me show. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Mom's Basement, what's going on over there? Mom's Basement Collectible, still posting my comics, still doing what I got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've wanted to try to do a theme, like you recommended, do a theme and guess it. I just haven't 
found time to put a theme together. <laughs> it's, it's to the point where like I'm running out the door to go to work. I'm like, oh crap, I have to take pictures of a comic book. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, uh, fun stuff. I can't believe how good yeah. your comic books look too. Such good condition. Yeah, and the most of them are worth nothing. <laughs> no, Thunderbolts has got to be worth something. Thunderbolts one is worth a little something. Um, I would say out of God, twenty long boxes. I'm not going to give you a number of comics. I can even tell you, I pulled about maybe a hundred that have some decent value to them. Oh wow! Yeah, that I'm willing to sell. There's quite a, a few Amazing Spider-Mans that I'm not willing to sell, but um, that are worth something. Like first, co- <laughs> first Black Costume, first McFarlane, first Venom, right. first Carnage, those kind of things. Right on. Let's see, Doctor Indiana Jones. We are at oh oh we will we just did the no ticket scene, and uh, we'll be in a couple of weeks. I think we'll be getting off the, the Zeppelin, and uh, next big scene would be I guess the tank scene. I think yeah, something like that. Almost over. What are you gonna do after this? Did you figure it out? <sighs> okay, you don't I, have to I, tell us what you're gonna do, but you can. No, you know, no, no. I I've been my arm's been twisted heavily. Uh oh. To do Kingdom of the Crystal, Crystal Skull. Skull. Oh, and who that's... twisted it? Because I've been trying to twist it, but you don't <laughs> listen to me. So, who has the? Uh... Uh, no, no, no. It, it's just a lot of people. You know, they'll go on and they'll ask me, "Do you want to do this?" And, and I'll explain to them my my original plan was kind of to do what um, Kalani did. Was everyone? I wanted to give people parts of the movie of Raiders, and then we'll just string it together to make like one movie. But everyone would have a part in the movie. I thought that would be a fun thing to do. But learning from my experience from this movie. Um, people say they were going to do things and they just opted not to. So, <laughs> so that kind of went out the door. So uh, maybe I am leading towards Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. You know, a great idea is adapting some of the comic books because not everybody has the comic books. So to them, they'd be telling, you'd be telling a story no one's seen or read before through your your uh, toys yeah that'd be neat i need oh mm-hmm. i need a i need a call out there for like maybe a harrison ford impersonator then uh i can't pull uh, it off <laughs> aldern aldern emmerich <laughs> okay let me call him hold on <laughs> yeah. dude i went solo over the weekend i was so bored why did you get border <laughs> um I was actually much kinder to it the third time. Oh, before. that's good. It's my third time saying, like, yeah, it ain't that bad. <laughs> but then they'd say something. I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot they, I forgot the, how sassy the robot was and that they plugged her into the Millennium Falcon. I was like, oh, that's right. He's part of the Falcon. <laughs> and I'm really mad that the Falcon had a steering wheel. That really annoys me. What do you mean? It, it doesn't have a steering wheel in the other movies. It doesn't? It does not have a steering wheel. They're always clicking buttons and hitting switches. I, you know what? You're right about that. Of course I'm right about that. I know my Star Wars. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Steering yeah. wheels. Or moving levers. You know, no, that's true. I mean, true. it's not a wheel, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean. Yeah, because in the beginning here. of Solo, you can clearly see him as if he's using a steering wheel there on his, like, land speeder thing. Yeah. Huh. And then I said to uh, our friend Giancarlos... Uh, a few years ago, I'm like, there's, I, I forgot which movie it was, and it, it might be one of the, oh, you know, it's Rogue One. There were no wheels in any of the Star Wars movies until Rogue One, when she's in the back of that prison transport thing that they rescue her from. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there were no wheels. You'll never see a wheel in Star Wars up until that point. Oh, yeah, that's true. Why would you need wheels? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Things can fly. <laughs> wheels. 
<laughs> and there's no steering devices. There's no um, even the X wings don't. I mean, the X wings don't have like a joystick, do they? I, I assume they did, but I, I guess you, you never, never really see, see it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know for a fact. I'm not sure about the accent, but I know for a fact. Oh, you know, Vader didn't Vader have something that he used? He did. He was dialing something on his joystick thing. Yeah. Well, I know for a fact that William Falcon didn't have a steering thing until. Okay. It just works crap to anger me about these stupid movies. Okay. This is why I don't care about. I really, I really don't care about Rise of Skywalker. They just had Triple Force Friday with all their new, new pops and new Star Wars Black series. I was like, what else? I mean, I bought some, but. I was like, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, Jonathan, we are on Facebook at Nerdy Me Podcast, Instagram Nerdy Me, Twitter Nerdy Me Podcast, YouTube Nerdy Me Podcast. Please rate and review on iTunes if you can. It really, really helps us. Uh, Jonathan's IG account is Mom's Basement Collectibles, and I have a side account called Doctor Indiana Jones. Uh, that's it. That's it. Till next time. Joker. Nice.